0: You're listening to Case by Case, presented by North American. Find your true north. Here's your host, Chris Nelson. Hey there, kids. It's your good buddy, Chris Nelson. Welcome back for another fun-filled installment of Case by Case. We're glad you came. Boy, have we got an episode for you. Heaps and heaps of good stuff. And today it's all lined up around local marketing. Why am I talking like this? Well, why not? But seriously, folks, let's set aside my zany radio host voice for a minute and get real. We've all heard radio ads that sound exactly like that. They can be exhausting and fill you with a whole lot of emotions that don't come close to the one the purveyors of these amazing products need out of you. Confidence. When you advertise, Portraying confidence in your command of the subject matter and the quality of the products or services you sell is one of the most important things you can do. This is a podcast. Just a click away on the futuristic radio dial from your local programming. So radio advertising is near and dear to our hearts. But that's just one facet of our episode today. We're talking local marketing with regional sales consultant Jeff Altemeyer. He'll help you with ideas to get your name out there locally. How you build a reputation as an honest and hardworking citizen of the community you live in. How you become a go-to resource. How you establish a presence where your clients are, and maybe even stand alongside them contributing to the endeavors your hometown chooses to take on together. It's all on today's show. This is Case by Case. Well, normally at this point in the show, I'd bring in a new voice. Uh, today, if you don't mind, I'm going to hog the mic and share a bit more about myself. I'm a private guy, so I feel like I'm going out on a limb here, but it's relevant to today's topic. So here it goes. I'm no stranger to a radio station. I've spent a lot of time behind a microphone myself, but my family has too. My mom works in radio. My sister worked in radio, my dad spun the hits in the 70s, radio provided a good living for my family growing up, and continues to provide for me today. As a kid, who didn't record their own make-believe radio show using a tape recorder? I know I did, and now I get to do the same for a living, except for real this time. Radio is in my blood. I've even seen all 90 episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati. I've always had a fascination with broadcast, radio broadcast in particular. Theater of the mind, as some call it. From the olden days of radio dramas with great actors like Charles Carell, Orson Welles, and Rod Serling, to more modern radio with names like Howard Stern, Garrison Keillor, and Casey Kasem, in no particular order of wholesomeness. Uh, Radio has a way of reaching everyone, no matter what you enjoy listening to. Growing up, I always wanted to listen to Top 40 hit radio, but my dad controlled the dial and insisted on talk radio. Keep listening, he'd say, and you'll learn something. But I was all about the production of radio, crafting an audible piece of theater. I'm a sucker for good sound effects. I remember making my own with my tape recorder, from coconut halves for horseshoes to running my jacket over my bicycle tire for the sound of blowing wind I learned that the sound of the giant boulder chasing Indiana Jones in Raiders of the Lost Ark was actually the sound of a Honda Civic coasting down a gravel road. Knowing that you could make these sounds and trick a listener's ears into hearing something else was what made radio production so fascinating. Fast forward to today, and I've done a lot of voiceover work for radio commercials, from household name brands to independent entrepreneurs to nonprofit organizations I've voiced advertising for a number of them, but besides just lending my voice to their message, I've had the opportunity to work with them on developing their message, crafting its effectiveness, and helping them grow their brand and their customer base. Recently, I also started hosting a little podcast called Case by Case. Radio has a way of grabbing your attention, engaging your mind. It's a background medium, meaning you're typically doing something else while listening. You're driving, shopping, working, etc., but you're still engaged. You're still thinking. You're still processing the information being fed into your ears. That's what makes radio so fascinating to me. It's one of the main communication vehicles we'll talk about today on the show as we look at Local Marketing 101.
1: Case by Case is brought to you by North American Company for life and health insurance. Just in time for the holidays, North American is now offering new seasonal radio ads. Using these ready-made customizable spots is as easy as recording your name and contact information at your local station and paying them to put it on the air. To listen to samples and learn how to get started on your new ad, log in at NorthAmericanCompany.com radio. North Americans, find your true north.
0: And we're back. Today's topic is local marketing. I can't think of anyone better to speak about it than our guest today. So without further ado, regional sales consultant Jeff Altmeier joins us. Jeff, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So Jeff, tell me a little bit about how you got started in the industry.
1: Sure. So it started right out of college 15 years ago and actually started uh, in the underwriting phase of the business. And then transitioned over to sales training. And with that, I trained uh, new and seasoned agents on sales concepts with relating to life insurance and annuities. And then really uh, into business building and marketing is where a lot of that training uh, took place. Because really at the end of the day, that's what agents are, are really most interested in.
0: Sure. So you spent plenty of time helping people grow their businesses. So I want to talk about several things today. I want our listeners to leave with something, whether they're already established in their communities, or whether they've just hung a shingle, I want them to leave with some ideas on how to grow their brand. So let's start from the beginning, a very good place to start. Let's say you're brand new to the industry. You've just set up shop. What's step one? What's the first thing someone should do to start getting potential clients in the door?
1: The first thing really is you're going to want to ask yourself is why are you in this business? And at the end of the day, that should be to help people. And the more people you can help, the better you're going to do for yourself as well. And then after that, you really need to entrench yourself in the local community. And, and you can do that a few different ways. Uh, one effective way to do it is through networking. That sometimes is a word that people don't like to embrace. Sure, sure. Because it makes them think of activities maybe that they don't want to do. Yep. One thing I've really found is you can make networking more enjoyable by finding, people will call it, pick your passion. And that's really something you, you truly believe in, and it's definitely going to make that networking more enjoyable for you. Uh, for me... It's volunteering. I love working with kids, and I love the game of football. So for years, I've volunteered as a youth football coach, and that's really given me the opportunity to get you know quite a bit of name recognition in our community okay. here, meeting uh, you know various sets of parents, extended family throughout the years.
0: Sure. So to get started, you you really uh, I mean we're not talking about a huge marketing budget or anything. I mean you're talking about things that are pretty cost effective that that you know for the most part don't cost anything
1: certainly we are and i really even should back up one further step chris you kind of asked the first thing you should do and really before you do anything is you're going to need a client database or a client resource management okay. so you can track clients prospective clients so as you're hanging that shingle that ultimately would be the first thing that uh, that i would recommend
0: okay so you mentioned a client database something that you you need um, what about these other First things you need um, you know do you need to have business cards do you need to have a website do you need to have you know what what kind of things do you need to have do you need to have an office space can you do it out of your home can you I mean what what, yeah. what do you really need to get started
1: all of those things are gonna be definites Chris and the analogy I like to use is run or walk before you can run okay and really what that means is you're gonna to have to have business cards you've got to build that brand name for yourself uh, you know whether that be a, you've got an office where you're comfortable. I prefer having a storefront where people can walk up to okay. uh, versus doing it out of your house. Uh, but, but some of those things are going to be essentials in, in building that brand name for yourself. Company logo works great as well. And, and so where can you develop some of those things? You know, We've talked to just briefly about getting entrenched in your community and really getting that name recognition out there. Sure. I would find a, a local screen printer or a, a local print shop. Walk in there, have a conversation with the owner, see what they can do to uh, help enhance your brand as well.
0: Okay. So e- easy place to partner in the community there. You, f- you find a, another local business and you help them out and they help you out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're helping them out, uh, you know, build their business and, and supporting a local business. So there's, you know, great value there. And then in turn, you know, maybe they can help you out in the future. Could even potentially become a client. Who knows?
0: So you're talking about, you know, it's easy to partner with somebody in your community that can help you with a logo and business cards and things like that. And you talked about uh, having a storefront is, is something that you think is important because it's all about building your brand up front, right? You have to make a good first impression, which we've talked about on this program before. Um, What about an online presence? Uh, I mean, we've talked about LinkedIn on this program before. Uh, How do these social networks factor in?
1: Sure. It's going to be a requirement really in my eyes. So, you know, you hit on the internet there, Chris, and if I go out and search for you and I can't find you on the internet, you're almost going to get noticed more for not being out there than if I can find you. Okay. Uh, that's going to really, in my opinion, be the, the number one place people are going to go to find your contact information if they don't already have it. So, for instance, if they were looking for Jeff Altmaier, if I was a business owner, that's going to be the first thing they're going to Google is Jeff Altmeyer and whatever my business is. If nothing pulls up, then that makes it more difficult to, to try and get in front of me.
0: Sure. Okay.
1: And in an additional way, certainly you can enhance that uh, profile online is through things like LinkedIn and Facebook, right? We're all super familiar with those. Uh, It's a great way to continue to network with folks. And and really the best thing with it that I like is there's no cost associated. Sure. So I can get on those sites for free and and I can be as active as I want to be there and putting my message out.
0: Okay. So easy way to do it. And again, uh, little or no no money involved. Little or no
1: cost. Correct.
0: Uh, So we talked about, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, things like that are things that are easy to do with little or no cost. Uh, And even uh, to get a website up and running, you talk about you find a local screen printer that does graphic design. A lot of times they can help you with your web presence as well uh, and another partnership that you can build in the community. Uh, Now, as we talked in the intro, I'm a, a big fan of radio, partly because radio is quick and effective. And by quick, I mean that if you have an ad that you want to run, some stations can have your ad playing that same day. Uh, and by effective, I mean that it's one of the most inexpensive ways to get your message into the ears of the most potential customers as possible. In the radio biz, we'd call <laughs> that the lowest CPM or cost per one thousand rates of any advertising medium. Uh, Thirty seconds on a small market can cost as little as twenty bucks a play, uh, and with one play, you're you're literally pumping your message into thousands of sets of ears. So, radio is is something that uh, I'm certainly a big fan of.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that, Chris. I actually heard an interesting stat over the weekend and. Interestingly enough, rather, it was uh, on AM, FM radio that I was listening to. Okay. And it said that uh, radio is still the most consumed medium, uh, outpacing TV and Internet in America. That really kind of opened my eyes. I would have thought it would have been third. Uh, the stat was 93% of Americans still consume AM or FM radio uh, over the course of a week. So that's a tremendous opportunity, as you mentioned, relatively uh, lower cost way to reach thousands of people. And when it comes to any type of marketing, I like to be consistent with it. You know, we can't just dip our toe into the water with marketing and and try this for a couple of weeks and then, you know, shift over the next month and and try another medium. Sure. I think really being consistent there and and getting your message out, that's going to go back to name recognition that we had talked about previously. And I think a great example of this is a personal story that I have. So as I mentioned previously, definitely love the game of football and, as in many places in the country, high school football is very popular here in sure. central Iowa. Sure. And so over the years, I've attended uh, a lot of games at our local high school on Friday nights. And what they do is something called Dollars for Scholars. And it's an opportunity for small business owners or entrepreneurs to donate $25 per touchdown to the school's general scholarship fund. Okay. Again, called Dollars for Scholars. For that donation, you get your name and business announced prior to the game over the PA system, and then generally they'll do it a couple of other times in the second half. Sure. And what I noticed over the years was it tends to be the same business owners that are doing this. Right. And whether or not I was in the market at that time, you continually hear this every Friday night two or three times. Yep. It builds that name recognition, and it's a consistent message. So to kind of sum the story up, about 10 years ago when I was going to buy my first house, I obviously had never previously worked with a realtor. Sure. And there was a realtor that consistently sponsored this Dollar for sponsored Scholars and did it year after year. And so when it came time to, to pick out a realtor, I decided, you know what? That's a name I know. It's a name I've heard. I decided to give her a call and uh, ended up doing business with her. As I've gotten to know her uh, through buying a couple different houses over the years, that's uh, – Obviously, our relationship is, is enhanced, and she's told me more about her business. And she said, you know, the first year, maybe even two years, that I sponsored that Dollars for Scholars, I wasn't seeing a huge return on it. Sure. But over the course of time, more people started coming into my office and calling me because of the repeated name recognition.
0: Yep. Top of mind awareness equals market share. We've talked about that before. You've got you to gotta stay top of mind, and, and radio is an easy way to do that. Most radio plays or most radio schedules uh, run on a 13-week schedule. So you're going to pump, you know anywhere depending on what kind of budget you want to work with 180 to 200 ads a week uh, out there so you know that's that's an easy way to just get that repetition out there
1: exactly and and so kind of going back and tying in with the with the PA announcer i kind of think of radio as somewhat similar to that right as sure. you just said you're going to hear that repeated message as you go along especially if you're listening to a, a fair amount of radio I know just in my personal life that you know whatever the industry is, if I need a a repairman or whatever it might be, I hear the same folks advertising repeatedly on the radio. That's exactly where I'm going to go when I need those services. And then to tie that back into radio or to internet rather, what am I going to do? I'm going to go out there and search the internet for their name and number.
0: So radio is one of those uh, really effective mediums, and especially when you talk about small towns and. Uh, small-town football and things like that. There are a lot of towns, uh, especially in small markets, that are very proud of their communities, and they will have on the radio, on the local station, uh, they'll have a Friday night football game that they'll broadcast, or they'll have the community calendar, or they'll have uh, a traffic report or things like that, that if you don't want to run a 13-week slide of ads or a 13-week flight of ads, you can sponsor the Friday night football game. You can sponsor the traffic report. You can sponsor the community calendar on the radio station, and then you become... Uh, someone associated with that as well. So uh, another way to get your name out there. Now, one of the most difficult things about advertising on radio is what's the message that you're going to put out there. And we've done something for you at North American, and that is we've pretty much done the hard part for you. We've created some pre-produced radio ads that are already written and targeted. Uh, You can listen to them online. It's northamericancompany.com slash radio, and you can pick the one that speaks to you and your clients. uh, Download that. Uh, get that approved. You can throw your own um, contact information on the end of that and personalize it for yourself and take that to your station and they can work with you to get that out there. Just like radio is something that uh, never stops, it keeps going, marketing yourself is also something that never stops. I mean, you're always marketing yourself, right? Uh, Whether you know it or not. So you need to be proactive about it so you can control your message, control your image. Sometimes uh, we see established producers somewhat neglect their marketing efforts because they're already established. Uh, business is coming in the door, so sometimes they figure they can trim back their marketing efforts. But if you're not growing, you're shrinking. There is no status quo in the marketing world. So, Jeff, what's something you've seen established producers neglecting, and what can they do to ensure they're still getting their name out there?
1: Sure. Yeah, so as we become a, an established producer, and, and as you said, Chris, business is coming in the door and it seems like things are, are going great, it's easy to rest on our laurels and, and kind of put that, that network or marketing aside uh I think that's a big mistake, really. We really need to keep that pipeline full of potential clients so we can keep that business coming in the door. And so the biggest mistake they make is just inactivity. You know, things are going great, so I don't need to continue that marketing presence. The, the really top producers that I work with, they're always continually working on marketing efforts. Uh, I know one particular agent in Arizona that I work with, and she goes to, whether if it's a, a county fair or a local farmer's market or a carnival, really any place that there might be younger kids at. Okay. And she sponsors face painters. So oh, she'll, perfect. She'll hire a couple of face painters, and she'll just have a booth set up with her branding and her logo and her name. Uh, certainly, she'll have a conversation with the parents or grandparents right. if they want to, but it's not a situation where she's trying to push her message. Right. Obviously, she'll hand out a business card or business cards, but it's really about that continued name recognition in the business. Sure. When I need financial advice, here's a name in the community that I've seen over and over, and it helps start to build that that trust bridge, if you will. So people are always going to want to do business with two things they're going to look for, a name they know and somebody they can trust. Sure. And by continuing with that, that repetition, it, it starts building that.
0: Good. Yeah, that's a, an, an easy way to do it. And again, not a, not a high-pressure situation. It's not a, a series of cold calls or anything like that. It's, it's something simple where you're just essentially being active in the community when you talk about a local fair or, or things like that, a farmer's market. So great ways to get out there. Uh, Jeff, final words of wisdom. What's the one thing that you want our listeners to walk away with from today?
1: Yeah, a couple of final points. And to circle back with kind of where we started is, is the first big question is, why are you in this business? And I think, again, at the end of the day, the ultimate goal is to help as many people as you can. That's really the goal of the business. Everything else will take care of itself after that. Sure. And then making sure, again, I've said it multiple times here, stay entrenched in the local community. Get your name out there any way you can, you know, whether that's, I talked about volunteering and youth football. If you prefer volunteering, you know, I know a lot of folks like Special Olympics, you know, plenty of clubs, associations that uh, that you can be active with. Right,
0: right. S- find, find something that you're passionate about and go that route, right? Whether it's a, a, the Lions Club or like you said, you know, football or the Boy Scout Trooper or whatever you're passionate about. Uh, and those relationships will come because this is a relationship business first and foremost.
1: Uh, correct. Exactly. So you're building relationships and you hope by, you know, doing well doing good in your community that'll come back to you twofold as well.
0: So we've been talking local marketing one on one with regional sales consultant Jeff Altemeyer. Jeff, if someone wants to learn more where should they turn?
1: Certainly. For our radio ads, they can go to www.northamericancompany.com dot com forward slash radio. And don't forget to give us a ring as well. One of my colleagues on the sales team would be happy to assist you. That number is 866-322-7066.
0: Perfect. Jeff, thanks again. That number is 866-322-7066. Uh, as always, we'll have that link and contact information at northamericancompany.com slash podcast. Jeff, thanks so much. Thank you much, Chris. <laughs> Well, that's all for today. Our thanks once again to Jeff Altemeyer for joining us and a special tip of the cap to the entire podcast team for helping us put together another great episode. We hope you join us next time when we'll be talking multi-generational marketing with our friend Jonah Hardenbrook. A friendly reminder, call North American at 866-322-7066 when you're ready to discuss your next case-by-case.
1: This has been Case by Case, presented by North American. For more information, visit NorthAmericanCompany.com. North American, find your true north.